probably hang out at a lot of biker biker bars to get that uh, to have that knowledge. Yeah, they're they're good dudes. Um, <sighs> not to like women, but to other people. It have to do with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. None of my business. Right. <sighs> All right. Whenever you're ready. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. I am responding mm-hmm. to that pause uh, <laughs> with an introduction of myself. This is Trice. Hello, Trice, fellow host, co-host-ish, or what have you? Yes, exactly that. I appreciate <laughs> the, uh, the many descriptions the intru- you gave. <laughs> the introduction. What's the opposite of an introduction? <laughs> an uh, outro? Turducken, uh, I guess. More of an introduction. I think of Trice, I think of turducken for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Savory, uh, uh, sweaty. Oh. Um, multi-layered yeah stuff a surprise the deeper you go yeah wait more surprises the more you dive in sure not worth the effort ultimately but kind of a like a nice idea oh that is uh very true uh this week we will talk about the monday show elise lunin returns and the thursday show trad wife morning routines perilous metal straws the dark web but first we don't have any BFF hotline calls, but but I know that's only because people maybe forgot the number. So if you'd like to leave a hotline call, a hotline message or text, BFF shit, 818-BFF0732. Let's do some shout outs, shall we? Less, less, uh, less, less, absolutely. Lisa, uh, Well, I'm say glad you're less. feeling blessed. Yeah. So, uh, We'll do that. That I can do. You are a man telling me what I need to know and how to live. That's right. You're welcome. <laughs> do you have any shout outs? I do shout out to the B team. Of course, obviously. Uh, nice. Even though Lisa continues to duck us and not do a show with us for some reason. You said duck, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, To turduck us because she's <laughs> chicken. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously great. Great doing an episode with the B team. Um, oh. I just heard great doing an episode without you. Is all I heard. Mm. Well, I believe Back. we offered for you to be there mm-hmm. and made arrangements. Um, but anyway, also shout out to Tamara Holler. Yes. Who, for for no other particular reason than she liked the the Facebook post of the B team episode. So I'm singling you out for praise. You win the sweep take sweepstakes this episode of being shouted out by me semi at random. You can dig it. Is that all for your shout outs? I believe that is the case. Lisa, do you have any shout outs or call outs? I do. You know what? I have both. Uh, shout out to the TNC, to East Coast Jen, also to Tamara Holler. Shout out to Dr. Angela, Ray Morgan, Lil Rafi, LK, Maggie Pooh, Von Carmen's Olive, Whitney, Leanne, Dr. J, Paul, Joanna, Lee, Scott, 
and Wendy Molyneux for watching our story. Watching our probably... story sounds like, <laughs> like you were, you know, you went through like an IVF or something, like something very personal. <laughs> she watched my journey. Yeah. Um, she was along for the ride the entire way. Yeah. Uh, so that is a petty thing to even seek out. But I noticed. And so I sure it was an accident, but I will take it. I know she's a busy lady. And even an accidental watch counts in my book. Or, or mm, mm. is just wanting to be supportive of the show and sort of wants to know what's going on, even if she doesn't necessarily listen. Wendy, if you're listening, come on the show. Yeah. Won't you? Lisa's got a backyard. There's grass in it. You can get that ghillie suit out. Oh. Lisa, come over for the BFF weekend sometime. Oh, my God. We could both wear our ghillie suits. It would be a very big surprise if, like, the oh special God. guest was, was Wendy in a ghillie suit she in just the backyard. popped up out of the backyard. Talk oh my god, entrance. the amount of money I would pay for that yeah. experience. Oh. Uh, 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 uh. Just ideas, just putting ideas out there. That is a good idea. Uh, also, shout out, double shout out to the people on the B team, including you. Shout out to you guys for putting out a great episode. I barely got dragged through the mud. I, and pun sort of intended, I... I appreciate the um, extension of an invitation and I, uh, I almost made it. I almost made it to a B team party, but I didn't quite um, feel. Nope. I didn't. I know. I just couldn't. <laughs> yep. Listen, everyone's allowed their, uh, their privacy is the personal space. Of, and you of know how life. private I am. Sure. <laughs> you know, when you're busy making chocolate magic shells, you can't be hurried. This is an art form. And, you know, the recipient might not want it to be cracked or damaged. Yeah. Well, I don't want you to spoil the special BFF Christmas gift that you're going to give everybody. Right. But, you the know. Bouche de Noel. <laughs> sure. That's <laughs> one way to pronounce it. Yeah. God. Okay. This goes straight through to my call out. Call out is to myself. Now, on the episode of the doctors, when they joined me over here. I had mentioned that my audio was a little wonky. Now, this was not to throw Dr. Jen under the bus, my producer extraordinaire whatsoever. It was more of, hmm, here's the thing. People are very sensitive in their ear holes. And I know that I was going to hear like, what's going on with the, I don't know. Someone will always say something. Or I was just trying to prevent that. Not that people complain. Nobody that listens is a complainer. But I, it was just sort of a preemptive, like, hey, just so you know, it's not you. <laughs> it was uh, me. You know what I mean? It wasn't to, like, solely her record of producing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I, I feel... uh, she was doing her. Uh, she. It was her second time. Yeah. I've done this millions of times. I could have been the one to make sure that it was done correctly. Not that she was doing it incorrectly. But I could have, like, been a team player on that. I was just like, cool, you're going to do it. And I had, like, just. That's it. So I should have been more of a partner in that instead of just like dumping it on her. So I, my apologies to you, Dr. Jen. You did a wonderful job. You are in no way wonky. It's all on me. I think there's, it's, it's nice that you're both sort of taking accountability. Um, I think we could also say you're both bad. You both yes. screwed up and you're both terrible. I could see that. 
although I'd rather take the brunt of it because I feel like I should have known better. Like, let's get the headphones out and like just make it so she can do the job that she offered to do better. That sounded wrong too, but you know what I'm saying? Yes, I think I don't think anyone has any particularly hard feelings about it. I think, by the way, as I said before, I felt bad after thinking, well, I wasn't trying to like announce that she did a horrible job and that's why it sounded so bad because Jen did it. It was like, no, because there's been millions of times that I've done the exact same thing. And so in no way it was like, a, it could have been, it could have been me. And I still would have said like, Hey guys, just so you know, it's going to sound like this. Yeah. It's always a learning process. But, yeah, it's yeah. been an eight-year-long learning process. I mean, honestly. And if, I've gotten. Yeah, it is. Yes. You have to. You didn't take, like, you know, audio engineering courses or whatever. You just Wait. tried oh, to yeah, figure yeah. out how to how to get stuff to sound okay. Yes. And it and mostly I, comes out good. And then sometimes. And I feel like I should have known and done better. And this was not on her at all. Excuse me. <laughs> Um, a great episode, as I said before, by the way. Just I enjoyed hearing hey, all aw. of you talk about all kinds of stuff. It was fun. And then I also feel like sometimes, I mean, all the time I leave probably too much in. But but for me, when I'm listening to podcasts where people just shoot the shit, like that's the shit I want to hear. And so I feel like cutting it out feels like it's cutting out that it exists. And I don't want to do that. Cool. I could probably edit better. But anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, especially because people make the trek to get together and it just feels like, you know what, I'm recording the whole experience, not just the Allison content. So, well, yeah, I, first of all, a lot of, uh, uh, potentially, potentially, I cannot speak today. Mm. Potential, potentially, Ooh. Jesus. Uh, are it, you, who are you, me? Or is this Freaky Friday? I know. <laughs> is everybody okay? I got my robe on. I'm got my, ah! uh, your so. sheer top. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sure. Your sheer undies. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, what's the orange juice and champagne thing? Oh, mimosa. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, anyway, uh, a lot Why of. Why I was about to say tang. I don't have no idea, but go ahead. <laughs> sure. <laughs> tang was a t- on the of tip of my tongue. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you, if you're out that's of orange juice. That's called a WT mimosa for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't say the derogatory word. Potentially yes. incriminating stuff to go around on that episode. Everyone is very open about stuff, which was nice. And uh, you guys talked about a lot of different topics. And it was I, I am I am a fan of that episode. It might have been some imperfections audio-wise, but came out great. So don't don't spend too much time feeling bad about it. There's other okay. episodes Thank you should you. feel much worse about. For sure. <laughs> Speaking of, I, off there, I do want to ask you a question about something I may have said on an episode that maybe is the reason why someone's not talking to me okay. anymore. But also, it's fine. It's needed to happen anyway. So it kind of just was easier. But anywho, um, yes. So should we do a little catch up? Because cause I haven't talked to you in two weeks. So I feel like I need to catch up with you, Trice. Yeah, let's catch up. Let's okay. do exactly that. Okay. How are you doing, Trice? Okay. Well, well, um, I did witness some sex work happening uh, in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven on Friday, I think it was. So that happened. Um, How many times did you drive around to make sure? Well, they were parked and I parked and sort of uh, noticed what I was parked next to and sort of, you know, didn't didn't want to be a looky-loo, just walked in the store, bought my 
beef jerky while he was getting his beef jerky. Um, oh, and, oh, uh, oh, 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 whatever. Listen, takes all kinds of people. Anyway, oh, bought some stuff, bought an LED. Jerky. You're like, I'm in the mood for jerky for so much. Yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, Inception. It put the idea in my mind. It was like, <laughs> you know what I want? Um, a blow pop and some jerky. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to buy this. Never mind. Um, oh, anyway, roll? bought oh. an LED shower head that lights up. Mm. It tells you the temperature of the water. At 7-Eleven? No, no. Just no. in general. Sorry. This is just Sorry. a general. I'll shut it. I'll shut up. up. Thank you. Put Thank me you. in my place. You cork lady. Watch it. Um, <laughs> I uh, reserved a hotel for my trip to Portland, maybe, um, that I'm oh. probably taking in November. Um, so that was cool. Uh, oh, the pharmacy that I call for various medical stuff, does not like to answer their phone, which is weird. Apparently, also, multiple pharmacies were closed Friday, like, in advance of the holiday on Monday, which is not, uh, I feel like people, I feel like people could die if that happens. I don't know. It feels like there should be more awareness. You gotta let people know, maybe. It does seem illegal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, boo, 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 boo. There are people probably that don't really care about Columbus that could work. Yeah. Or... I don't know. Just just uh, a heads up would be nice. I don't know. Mm, something. Mm-hmm. Something better than nothing. Uh, saw a movie, Ganja and Hess, which is like a very 70s, um, I don't want to say esoteric, but but uh, uh, existentialist sort of vampire movie. Oh. V- 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 interesting. Chewy. A lot to chew on. Not like my favorite movie, but like uh, was sitting in the theater after the credits were over a little bit. Like what's, well, let me think about what happened there. Anyway, uh, blah, blah, blah. Saw Aparna and Charla last week. Mentioned that on the B-Team episode. Um, been, uh, been buying tickets to see stuff lately. Uh, Corin Bailey Ray, who is great, um, will be uh, in San Francisco in the next couple months. Bought a ticket to see her. I'm going to see Emil and the Sniffers this Thursday, which is like a an Australian punk band. Um, they will be in Oakland and uh, various other things. A little bit very small, uh, interesting in my personal world type things, but I will not bore you any further. I have gone over my allotted time. Why is that but, uh, not a, that's not a bore. Nah. We got two, two weeks to catch up on. That's two minutes Listen, minimum. I, uh, less, less uh, history, more mystery, as they say. Mm-hmm. Lisa, okay. any any uh, questions, comments, concerns about anything? Also, uh, how I about I feel like you? I didn't really shut up the entire time you were well, talking anyway. It was listen. like, because <laughs> that's as I do. I appreciate but the enthusiasm trying to get right. I am excited to hear about your life and things that are going on. Maybe Paul should join you for that show in Oakland. Um, I'm always big on trying to get everybody together. It's my favorite thing to do. And maybe even uh, Lee, because it's right around the corner, right? <laughs> From Lee Brunt? Yeah. <laughs> I don't that's think... a that's a me joke in the map and my maps and my uh geography. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. It isn't it, aren't I funny? <laughs> it, it you know what? It's it's uh it's uh what do you call it? an acquired taste. You have to develop mm-hmm. your palate for if Lisa nothing Huber. else, I am certainly an acquired taste. Like everything you grew up hating, somehow you're like huh. Yeah by Menon. Yeah. The 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 cottage cheese. Of people, mm. or when you're a kid, you're like, ugh. But as an adult, you're like, you know what? Actually, not bad. Yeah, me, I liked everything, no matter what. Because if it was food, get it in my face. I'm like, this is probably gross, but I don't care. Canned spinach, okay, let's do it. Huh? Let's do it. Yeah, I don't know how that would have gone texture-wise with me. That seems 
Seems, not great, uh, but also yeah. growing up in a Popeye era, it was like I think this is probably really good. I Popeye, I, Popeye said, probably so. did millions of dollars for canned spinach. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so yes, my couple of weeks. So last weekend, I had a really good weekend. Actually, I had the little girl that I nannied for five years. She came to stay over. Uh, Gracie. I almost called her baby Gracie. She's not a baby anymore. She's gonna be eight next month. Um. So she spent the night, my kids have a shared friend who's, a. Uh, she's the same age as Ruby. So um, I used to take care of her when she was a baby until she was like five. So my son and daughter always have her spend the night pretty, actually pretty often. And then every once in a while we'll, we'll throw in Gracie into the mix because they all kind of hang out and have fun. It's like a, um, it's just, it's fun. We just have so much fun. We always get pizza, watch movies play games we were doing like chalk um you know outside on the sidewalk we were like racing down the middle of the street at 10 p.m um we just had so much fun it was it was good and uh gracie made me like the cutest little card uh it's the best sleepover ever i posted that on instagram and um it was just it was a lot of fun and then i that night, after Gracie and their other friend left, we I had another super fun night with the kids. We just watched movies, and I'm sure we got some other delicious food, got a bunch of snacks, and just been having a lot of fun with my kids lately, and like just spending a lot of time with them, and they make me laugh like nobody else. Um, I just have so much fun with them. Then the next day, I went on um, my platonic date, <laughs> and I say that only because that's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> um, and I did say I was going to be done dating, which I am. Um, I still don't have a conversation with this person, but like we just hang out like friends. So I went out with a friend. He ha always has a lot of fun things that he wants to do. And it's uh, usually like a multi-layered plan of like, we'll do this, this, and this. And uh, so we got to go look around El Segundo, which is a really cute town. And went to like a like little, oh my God, like a, like a, like a junk store and then to a nice dinner and then the or no the movie first it was a silent movie called faust and it was a really good movie uh about selling your soul to the devil which is like perfect for me um <laughs> but anyway this uh, theater is really cool i went there with dr jen for the first time and we watched the silent movie together there they have a guy playing the organ the whole time throughout the movie super cool every weekend they're having a bunch of different like halloween movies not necessarily silent movies but um yeah so that was a lot of fun and then, so my mom sorry. got out of the hospital. Oh, sorry, uh, go ahead. A miniature interruption. Uh, no, I, go for it. I just love that you and Dr. Jen went to like a silent movie date together. I, <laughs> I, 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 that's adorable and I like it. It. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, we had a great lunch and the movie was great. And then we recorded in the car where we just laughed and giggled like, you know, my mom got out of the hospital. She's doing much better. I actually saw her today, but I went to visit her in the she went to like a rehab place and it was like one flew over the cuckoo's nest she was like no i gotta get out of here this is terrible um it was quite like outdated and just scary but also it was directly across the street from the sort of um i guess you call it a mental institution a place that when uh, the guy that i talked about on my mental illness happy hour episode sure when he cut up his wrists or whatever and then the cops 5150 them that's where they took him to so 
driving down that street and just like going through like the ghost of my past was just very strange to be like oh my god like that was like if you could see tracers of the paths that you've gone in your life you're like oh my gosh i was here at some point and like that time of my life was so terrible um mm -hmm. i don't know i had these like weird i don't know my brain you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it makes sense i definitely have driven past places that are associated with say low times in my life and you drive yeah. by and you're like I almost kind of want to stop and go in or something and see yes. how it looks, but I, you know, yeah. I have done that a few times, it, just the same era, went to like the house I used to live in at that time. And I thought, oh, it's fine. I've driven over here before. And then it just like totally struck me down. Like I was bawling when I got home. I had not realized how much it was going to affect me. I was just like, oh my gosh, things that you think are, you know, they are in the past and I'm trying not to live in the past. was like, oh, that stuff's still just right there. Um. So she's doing better. Um, I got some really good news with my job. I know that I told you that I was going to be going full time in October and that I was going to get benefits and all this stuff. But I went and had my meeting with the HR lady and she was just going through all the stuff and the amount of things that I am going to be getting are so amazing, including therapy, um, medical, dental, vision. I'm going to get paid sick, uh, sick time. I get paid vacations and uh, holidays. All holidays are paid. Wow, so I was okay. just like, whoa, all right. And my schedule doesn't change. I just pretty much work like 35 hours, um, give or, or actually give, no take, um, between like 35 and 40. But that's about where I'll be. And I'm. it's all started. Like I'm going to be enrolled in November 1st. I'll be able to start dealing with all of this stuff. So I'm really excited about that. That like, is really. great. That is great news. Thank you. And, oh, and legal help so I could talk to them about my divorce stuff and yeah, so much cool stuff I, I have in front of me. So I'm yeah. really excited Get about on that. that family wizard yeah. like we talked about on Thursday. <laughs> the family witch. I love that. I, I really um, enjoyed the baby name witch also. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to it. Yes. Um, and then uh, this, this past weekend, I had a great Friday night by myself, like super like great date night for myself like just happened to have the house to myself and i smoked a little pot i made like the super red dinner for myself i watched a depressing movie took a bath i and i drank a bottle of prosecco i um i yeah and then i just sat in the front room and just like listened to music with the lights out and i was just like this is it was just such a great night <laughs> which sounds very strange but like it was all about me and i loved it <laughs> nice yeah. yeah yeah it sounds fun yeah and then saturday night i had fun with the kids again we had a really fun movie night and then tonight i'm gonna get another me date so i'm excited i uh my unwelcome lady visitor came into town yesterday so i was like you know what i'm not gonna make any plans on sunday and i'm just gonna have a me some me time again because uh work has been a lot lately and in in a good way it's just but it is exhausting and I thought I need to not go out like I did last Sunday and get home late and um, not feel like I had that time to sort of mentally prepare for the week. Yeah, for sure. So tonight I'll be doing that. I added a new toy to the Vans box. And then anyway, that's about it for me. All right. Good. Uh, <laughs> uh, interesting uh, dismount. No pun intended. Uh, also, I have to... How about this? I'll dismount this way. I was looking at my period app and guess what day my friend's coming back to visit. Um not next month, but the next month after that, the week of the BFF Christmas party. 
So I'm very depressed about that. It's a sign of some sort. I don't know what kind, but it's clearly, clearly, clearly something. I don't know. Yeah, someone's coming to town. I'll have to update my BFF uh, period tracking calendar. I appreciate I that. I know that whole that five days that it was late kind of threw it all off. Yeah, now I had like, you penciled I in like the 11th usually, but it <laughs> seems like earlier in the month, so I'll have to. I just hope that it's like I get I mean I haven't really stressed I was hoping it was going to be late again so it's like I don't want to be just uh, just an extra thing you know to not feel good and then like being in a hotel like all these extra things to think about but anyway you'll be in good company I appreciate that yeah so if I mess up a bed you guys will understand (laughs) sure or just like to mark your territory you want to claim a certain bed and just like hey listen I've made my intentions clear very clear <laughs> message received Lisa yes. we will not be sleeping with you um, right. I the I am happy your mom's doing better um, thank you yeah that is great did you did you were you able to go inside the facility and see what was going yeah. on well what's so, I did yeah there was I feel like it was for much older people but also my mom's experience multi-leveled she was the first hospital she went to apparently so she was told she can go there even though her insurance wasn't covered there but they said they could just go she could go there because it was whatever necessary she got in and the er doctor came in and just like patted her on the stomach and was like you'll be fine i think you're gonna be okay like just kind of like poo-pooed her like all the stuff we're talking about on monday's episode like this whole like okay ladies just walk it off you guys are you know exaggerating your feelings yeah Yes, you're being hysterical. And so they moved her to a different hospital. And when they found out what it was, I don't think I told you what it was. I What I thought it was, it's a little bit different. But she had had a surgery back in the 90s. I don't know exactly what surgery, but the scar tissue from that wrapped itself around her intestine. And it oh. just de- deadened mm-hmm. her intestine. So she had to have like 16 inches removed. Oh, yikes. But for that to happen, like your intestines are like blocked. So then the doctor just patted her and was like you'll be fine like walk it off basically so i guess i think she could have died if it exploded i'm guessing probably it sounds um, very it sounds like not a walk it off i can say that i'm not a right. doctor i'm not one of the there is five that, doctors yes. on this podcast but <laughs> I, it sounds like not the right course of action yeah so then the rehab place that had good reviews so that's why i took her there and it was like everything looked outdated like just everything was outdated and they my mom said like people would be coming in and out of her room all night long not just nurses just like random like patients running in there screaming just like random stuff i'm like what place is this so when i walked in i could just hear like moaning and i i was like just keep looking straight because there was like a lot of like naked elderly situations happening in my periphery and i was just uh, (laughs) it was just like like those noises where it's like a haunted house and i you know you feel bad for everyone that's there because who knows what's really going on especially and the food apparently was disgusting and no one was really like listening to my mom so she wanted to get moved somewhere else and luckily her wife is like her advocate and moved her closer to home and so now she's doing better but yeah yeah good good yeah it was good to see her walking around today. She stopped by for something and we just kind of chatted for a second. But she commented that I had really nice legs. And I said, well, thank you. Right. I, you know where I got them from? She's like, I don't know. I think you got them from your dad. I'm like, what? <laughs> you in a legs commercial, mom? She's like, I don't think so. <laughs> like, okay. 
that was a tangent. Anyway. Well, listen, it's, it's, uh, well, she shows up and I'm wearing PJs and her, her question to me was, do you have your eyebrows on? I'm like, well, not really. I said, I have like one and a half. Cause I didn't put makeup on yesterday or today. Cause fuck it. And I'm just wearing short shorts and a shirt, no underwear, bra. Just that's how I roll. <laughs> okay. So I walked out there and I'm like, here's me, here's me. And, and then she's like, wow, you have really, you just had the best legs. I'm like, fuck you. And I look down, they're like totally hairy. I'm like, well, maybe her Listen, vision's not that great. People like what they like. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta let people like what they like. That is true. Uh, I'm plum crazy. <laughs> is that a Seinfeld thing? That was like a one of the asides that we talked about, and then also stuff we talked about before about me not shaving. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, that was more than a few minutes, but you know what? It was two weeks. I miss talking to you. I miss blathering on and having someone listen to me and, you know, have, uh, you know, actually listening. <laughs> sure. I'm actually doing a math test. Anything right now, else? You're making a magic like a, shell. Yeah. It's like a, it's like, I've, it's like having a podcast go in the background, but it's you. It's just actually a live podcast. <laughs> That's like a, when we went to Big Adventure Fest. Me and Rafi and Scott and um, Dr. Jen and Dr. Jen was driving us. And <laughs> Rafi and I were talking when we got in the car and she went to turn the volume down. <laughs> it's that was like one of the best moments yeah. ever. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. do not turn us up. Turn us down. Understandable. Maybe try to hit like a 15 second skip or something. Just uh, to... Yeah. Oh, Lisa's going to talk about. Oh, yep. Yeah. Let's just. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right. Anyway, I have a whole magic shell diatribe, but I, it's not coming out today. Okay. I'm going to just let it percolate. Sure. And uh, I, in the, in the, because of time, you know, time's what I'm indicating there. And I think that we don't need to hear any, any more from me on that right now, but believe you me, it's coming. Sure. I listen it, Between you and Rafi, I feel like Rafi only got on your your side. I don't even know. Only chimed in as like uh, an antagonist against Jen and I just for the sake of doing that. I don't think he believes a word of what he's saying, but we'll get back to it. I said I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, I did a little too much. We don't have to go into it. It's I Oh, we will. We will. Uh, and it's going to happen. Sure. I, if, I, if there's another Encore episode or another Daniel Collin episode, that's the one that's going to be on. Sure. <laughs> or next time there or, is one and Allison takes questions, you could have like settle this bet. Is this a good idea or not a great idea? Uh, or how should people feel about it if okay. you make I need a to formulate for somebody? The exact thing I want to say, make it articulate and succinct. And this is moving forward. I, I I do like to live in the past, so I will return. <laughs> I will put a pin in it. Should we talk about Monday? <laughs> Let's talk about Monday. Okay. Elise Lunin returned. And she wrote a book on our best behavior, The Seven Deadly Sins, and The Price Women Pay to Be Good. This feels like a book I need to read. Um, I really enjoyed this whole episode and all the things they talked about. Uh, it was like real smart and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was more. Hmm, I, I guess you could say heady? more intellectual or more uh, heady, yes. more uh, 
that people were talking about ideas of things that they'd researched and were having conversations about them as topics, maybe a little bit more than just, you know, the average Monday episode. Agreed. I feel like I'm going to, oh, I'm going to learn a lot from reading her book. And I think it's going to be very introspective, but also it's just going to be even just taking notes. I thought, gosh, there's so many great topics to talk about, but also I cannot converse in the way that she speaks about it. So to relay or try and like, of course, I'm going to relate to some of these things and also learn from some of these things, but it was just like, wow, this is it's a little above me. But um, the first thing she said, she was talking about envy, uh, like envy versus wants. And I guess just focusing on that. And I think that's where this, the whole premise for the book came from. It started with envy. Is that what she said? Uh, that sounds familiar. I don't remember the so actual I, motivation you, for the book. You have envy or do you just want things? And how do you tell the difference? <laughs> envy, the... Um the uh connotation or uh when someone talks about envy or especially in this case it was more along the lines of like uh the anecdote she told about her mom and the lady yes. who you know had her legs out and she was so upset of that how dare this woman show her legs no one wants to see that and then it came from a place of feeling like closer to jealousy like not just right. wanting something but being upset that someone else is doing something that you kind of one it's a uh, covetousness i think is the the bible way people talk about envy and for me like i feel like i huh if i see something that bothers me or annoys me where it would not be someone's legs out but if, if if it was something like that it certainly wouldn't be from envy it would just be sort of i just don't feel like i have envy i don't i don't really feel like that but i could be wrong i just might be not seeing it but i am always happy for everyone having whatever they have like it doesn't i i don't know for me i feel like if i want something i should just work for it and get it i don't have this like oh they have that and i deserve that does that make sense yeah i think there's that i want and there's things that i'm trying to put out there but it's never oh that person has that so i should have it it's just i want it because i want it for myself and i'm gonna get it yeah i remember a friend of mine told me they were like, you know, they had like a little bit of a preamble. They were saying, I don't want you to be upset about this, but da 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 da. And they, their grandfather, I think, was dying or had died or something and was going to leave them like, I don't know, mm. some money, let's say. Right. Uh, in the tens of thousands, I think. I don't remember the exact number. But I, I was sort of uh, surprised and confused. I was like, I that's not the type of thing. Like, I, that wouldn't make me upset or envious right. or jealous at all. That's just not where my, it's not a thing that would bother me. It's not me. how you're wired. Yeah, it's just, yeah it's, yeah, it's just a different personality type. Although I will say people, people show envy not just of a physical thing, a physical object or money or something like that. They can be, they talked earlier in the episode about how, um, like that thing of, maybe in particular women being worried about taking up too much space or, you know, mm. being too much in focus or being too loud or being too much, uh, seeing someone else doing that. Sometimes women will come down on other women. And that is, a, can be kind of related to envy, right? Like not necessarily, um, Oh, 
how dare she show her legs but a similarly like she's taking up too much space or she's mm. too into herself or who does she think she is that sort of thing they're and all kind I of related definitely see that especially uh, yeah there are certain groups of people to certain maybe political leanings that i find that to be more in where it's just i mean she, one example she gave which i really didn't agree with but maybe it's because i've got patriarchy uh yes that is true in my brain it was like women hating Hillary Clinton based solely on her vagina, not on her policy. And but then she was like, people always say, well, minus the emails. It's like, hey, this all of this shit is there means there's other stuff. There's not just one cockroach. There's a bunch. So for me, I'm not going to vote for someone also on the other side just based on their vagina either. So the so that I think was like a bad example, maybe just for me, because. I find her to be sort of evil, <laughs> but, uh, but I know what you're saying where women feel have a tendency to see other women and take them down because of that whole, like, like you said, taking up too much space, maybe not hearing what they're saying because it's a woman and they immediately are just trained to think like men do and like what we've been told, um, and how to think and what's you know important and what's not and who we should be listening to and and who should have power and people with periods shouldn't have you know opinions <laughs> i agree <laughs> um, yeah yeah there's a lot the the patriarchy as people discuss it can't really exist without women who are willing to sort of abide by mm. and hold up those yes. rules See, blaming us again. So here's the thing. Yeah, I I mean, listen, you are no, the worst. But you, so. but you are right because, try. I mean, that was one thing she talked about is how patriarchy is living in us and how do you solve that internally? So you have to figure out, you have to decipher, like go through all of this shit. She was even talking later about being mindful about everything that we've been taught. So you're kind of unraveling your learned behaviors, figuring out what's true and false, what has been told to you, what this patriarchal world has formed your mind to think and that's fucking scary like how do you even where do you begin i mean i guess reading her book <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure she would love to hear that but <laughs> yeah I, I think there are many books specifically about uh, yeah. dealing with sort of internalized sexism as a woman um, true which may be a good place to start but yeah they they, they also talked about like um raising boys and wanting to toughen your boys up and mm -hmm. how boys and men aren't necessarily always allowed by their families or by culture in general to express feelings or to have feelings and I, this is all part of the same um true women have to be this way men have to be this way kind of thing yes you have to be fitting into these certain boxes and which is funny that when they were talking about having kids this um wanting certain sexes of your kids is just going kind of against all the things they're saying it's like you can raise them however you want <laughs> they don't have to fit into those boxes of what you have been told that they should it's true but people very much have preconceived boxes in mind i think when Absolutely. they have kids yeah so they, I they want certainly to, did you know, yeah well i mean let's talk about it. like what do you what was your I don't know. How did you feel about having a boy versus a girl versus 
like what were you thinking when you first got pregnant and you didn't know what, what was your what has oh, been so your even before i got pregnant i did have different wants you know originally i thought i want to have like 12 kids and i just want to you know I, the sex didn't come into play then i had this idea of like how fun it would be because and here's another term that it should be outlawed i because i was a tomboy i would love to have like four boys and just like just have that sort of house where like we're all like working on cars and are outside and we're doing like camping and you know what i mean which you can do all with a girl i did it but but because my brain was like kind of tuned into that like of having to have like a princess and like a a, a bull you know and the opposite of that which wouldn't be a prince <laughs> um and then I really wanted to replicate my brother and my relationship. So I always thought having a girl first and then having a boy really quick after, and then they would be best friends, just like my brother and I were. <laughs> like, that's kind of what I was hoping for. So when I had a boy first, I originally, I, at first I thought, oh, that's not how I had planned it in my head. But then I thought, oh, having a boy first, like having the older brother, like that is kind of cool. So then it just kind of changed my mind. And I... I'm sure I hoped to have a girl because I wanted to have, because even if you don't put them into these gendered boxes, they are very different. Um, and it is because of their, because of their gender, not because of their, they're wearing pink or blue, but we're wired differently. Believe it or not. I don't know if you know this, but so it is a different experience to have a boy and a girl, but to, having two different boys would have been, um, also another experience so I, I was open to all of it i also wanted to have like a bunch of kids and adopt a bunch of kids and just have like a chaotic house full of like you know people to raise there's still time there's yeah. still time that's what i'm hoping for you can adopt um, some of the bffers this, you know i would a special <laughs> little christmas gift yeah <laughs> but yeah i think I just, I did. That's really everyone's care gift to you is like legal power of attorney, so you can oh. make their decisions for them. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you were saying something important. Yes. So I, 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 I just went. I was all over the place with it, and also I just wanted to be a mom so bad. Like I didn't really care what I got. Just I'd be happy with anything. So I was, yeah. yeah. And I feel I do feel like I got lucky having one of each, just being able to have the two, the experience of first of all not just having one, and having two different. And yeah, I wish I could have had more, but you know what? That's fine. Mm -hmm. um, uh huh. Yep. As someone with no kids, I don't have the ability to comment. Do you further have or any more wants or like? Do you want to have kids? So I never asked you that. Ah, uh, good question. Um. <laughs> kind of but not enough to do anything about it um okay. yeah it's, it's more I this i've i've all not always i feel kind of bad that the answer is a kind of like maybe it feels mm. like it's not supposed to be but yeah you know I'm, I'm getting old if i met the right person yes but also if not then mm. maybe that's fine too i think that's a good way to be because some because well I think it's the best way to be because you're not going to feel bad that you didn't, but if you met the right person, then you'd be open to that experience. And I think that's a perfectly lovely way of going about it. Sure. Better than dead set against it, but had it anyway. I don't know. Yeah, um, exactly. Or dead set against it. And you met the right person. They want kids. And you don't. And you're like, Oh, Oof. 
Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. As far Be as more fluid. gender, I think... When I was thinking about this in my 20s, I definitely wanted a girl. I felt like that would have been... I don't know. To be the father of a girl seemed like more... Uh, there's something that sounded kind of comfortable about it. Mm, which mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff about kids and like sex and gender, I think, is very tied up in your own... Uh, how you view yourself. Like, I think uh, maybe... There are women who want girls because they feel like that is more comfortable or maybe they feel like they can subconsciously, they feel like they can set something right. And obviously there's a whole thing about mm. men literally having boys and naming the boy after themselves, right. which is a, not a thing that happens with women in our culture. Uh, so no. there's a lot of... Just Lorelai Lee Gilmore, but that's yeah, about it. There's a lot of that stuff, which is uh, tied up in how people... Which makes sense. If that's part of your psyche... For your yeah. entire life, always, that doesn't stop because you have kids. If anything, maybe it intensifies. I even thought, you know, having a boy, I thought, oh, my, I, I, I don't know if I could, as, even though I wanted to have, like, four boys at some point, then I thought, what if I have, like, I don't have, that boy, like, wild energy that some boys have, where it's just like, oh, I don't know if I could live like that, but, like, I got a completely gentle boy, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I got really lucky to, in that. Uh, speaking of... Uh, people with bad energy adam carolla mm, um, my he... god i just heard him on the radio the other day and i was like who is this that's annoying me i don't know why i didn't recognize his voice right away i'm just shocking but like he was saying the exact same things that he said 15 years ago like the same diatribe of like left turn signal blah, 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 Sounds blah. Right. left turn light or whatever it's like oh my god yeah so Turn left on a red whatever it is he i remember years ago when his kids are teenagers now uh, 17 but... Oof. Yikes. Um, I know. That, but when they were little, he would talk about how his daughter was, you know, the wild one who would jump off a of furniture head first. Mm, and yes, his son was like the little sweetheart. And they're, are they twins? They're there. Yeah. yeah. So, and it, it is, it occurred to me like, because having listened to Corolla for a long time, he would have never shut up if the boy were more stereotypically a boy mm, and the girl mm-hmm. were more stereotypically a girl. He would just be like, listen, see, obviously there's just rules about gender yes. and sex and blah, blah, blah. Girls are just this way. But when it happened the opposite way, he had nothing to say about right, it ever. Right, very true. Which is uh, another thing to consider. Like the, the a, a lot of what happens when people talk about when people talk about the way boys are and the way girls are and the way men are and the way women are, this is all based more or less on stereotypes and True. what people, the ideas that people already have. Yes. And so these are, these are uh, not hard and fast rules, I think, in the way that people, yeah. and it makes people uncomfortable to sort of, uh, to, to deal or to confront that fact or feel confronted by that fact when things don't necessarily fit into the box that they want them to fit into true and i do feel like there's a lot of nurturing over nature sometimes with some of these things where you're forcing it into something and this uncomfortable you know my son would play dress up when he was younger because ruby did and so like they all the kids all played dress up it's and something it kids made, do yeah it's something kids do and i never told him you can't wear a dress or you can't do what like you go be you you can do all the same things that Ruby does. And like when we get a Happy Meal, you can get the girl toy, which they don't even say that anymore because it was more fun. It was way, it's bright and fun and like not some stupid like piece of crap, but like 
uh, he would feel sort of uncomfortable. Like, nope, this is what you want. And this does not matter. This is all like an imaginary thing. <laughs> so it's fine. Like you do whatever you want. And it certainly made my husband feel uncomfortable, but I didn't give a shit. I'm like, nope, this is how things are going to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Not listen. I will get off of my uh, high horse, off of my soapbox uh, mm. in a moment. But a lot of rules in society are genuinely just made up. Like the idea yes. that pink is a girl color and blue is a boy right. color when I think pink used to be like a unisex or a boy's color. If you go back mm -hmm. far enough in time or wristwatches used to be women's jewelry and it would be weird for men to wear them or blah, blah, blah. Like these are all just things that people come into a world where they are a certain way and just decide, well, that's the way it's always been. And it's not, and it doesn't have to be. And uh, don't, as a philosopher once said in the nineties, don't have a cow about it. As a wise somebody once said. Yeah. So she, uh, Elise also mentioned that both of her children are delicious thoughts. Yeah. Weird, weird way to put it, but yes. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Uh, so the book basically is the seven deadly sins. Uh, basically it's mimicked after the biblical sins, which apparently used to be eight deadly sins and the sadness was dropped because there was fear of sadness, which is like, ah, oh, men calm down. Um, but also the different translations iterations of the bible that change things up and erase things from it and so i went to a a conference shall we say it was talking about the bible and it was talking about women that have been wiped from the bible so it's going to be a complete study and all the women that have just been erased and maybe the stories have been changed whether you believe it in the Bible or not, uh, the stories that were there that are no longer there and the reasons why and all of these things. So all of this stuff in interests me. I had never heard of the Gnostic Gospels. I I claim to be Gnostic, which doesn't mean the same thing, but uh, I am really interested in reading this and just hearing about, you know, words like demon and heretic and what they mean and where they came from and um, all of this stuff interests me. So I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I think with the sense, I think I was looking at Wikipedia earlier. I think uh, sadness got rolled into sloth, which mm. is interesting. Like the huh. that's people would equivalent like make equivalent what like being very sad, sad and despondent with yeah. oh you're just lazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, lust used to be like fornication or prostitution, which again mm. is like. A bit, it tells you something about the different cultures of people who are coming across this, who translated like, yes. you'd actually, I don't know, having sex outside your marriage or whatever, equating that to like having sexual thoughts even, which is mm. like, those aren't the same thing. I think- uh, I'm going to hell All right now, mm. just this very moment. Yeah, listen, uh, some would say you're already there. Um, oh, whoa. <laughs> but yeah. Just call me Mary Magdalene. I have been considered something that I never was. Um, speaking of, uh, just going back a little bit with Bible and then with names of babies. <laughs> uh, when she mentioned heretics. So last week when I went to see that, um, oh my God, the silent movie Faust, they used the word harlot in the, in the movie, yeah. which obviously we've all heard that word, but I was like, how cute a little girl's name would that be? 
little harlot. Um, and then I joked that it would be like Charlotte, but the sea is silent. <laughs> Ooh. But um, but then I was thinking, oh, heretic would be good for a boy. And then it also reminded me that East Coast Jen and I had a friend whose daughter's name was Heresy, and I thought that was adorable. That's <laughs> that unfortunately, that is a sick name. Heresy yes. is a great name. Right? Yeah. Harlot also yeah. it does have a nice sound to it. Yeah, Harlot and Heresy, Little darling. Harlot. Yeah. I would just hmm. I if I could have two more kids right now, that's what their names would be. Anyway, I had to lighten it up, I guess. I don't know. Talk more about myself, I guess. Uh anything else from Monday? Yeah, I was watching some TikTok actually just on that note. Harlot mm. I think just means originally just meant young woman. Or oh, young man, interesting. Which, like a lot of these terms, they become like well, like we were saying about the the Bible stuff, they yes. become more sexist depending on the culture mm. that sort of picks them up. Oh my gosh, it's exactly. So Faust is about this man who sold his soul to the devil, basically to get a, a woman, but he tricked her into loving him, um, and then they ended up, you know, doing it, which caused like her. Spoiler alert on this nineteen twenty six film. If you haven't seen it yet, um. Her mom walks in and like dies basically and then uh the guy get one of the guys her brother gets i don't know somebody get anyway the brother is laying there dying because he's fighting the guy and like calls her a harlot on his deathbed but she's the one that ends up being like uh sent to the stockyard to be like the piece of shit in front of the whole you know community not the guy that she had sex with, not the devil worshiping guy, but like the girl that got tricked by this um, whole thing. And then she, it's just so it like really goes along with all of this. I'm like, this is not a story that is old and it's always going to be retold. This is well, something. Yes, it is yes. very old, but also uh, yeah. ongoing. ongoing. Yes. Um, yes. More etymology update. So uh, hussy. Which also mm. has obviously a very negative. And that sounds also, like a chubby, um, <laughs> a chubby look. <laughs> oh, has a, a, a sexist connotation also. Hussy just meant housewife. Again, like it used to be a very neutral term that over time, like the word for woman becomes the word for a woman who you shouldn't respect. Of course. Eventually. And they even talked about the patriarchal language, like son of a bitch. Like it's still, you're taking down a woman to insult somebody. Huh. So I was a hussy for 20 years. You still are in some ways and many important legally Whoa. i believe you're still a hussy well i'm not i have a job now <laughs> well no hussy just well yeah i guess that's true it's i don't know if it no uh, the real hussies more. of orange county <laughs> i mean very, if they had if they had the foresight i feel like they could have made that work yes yes yeah so and they don't have much sight yeah and no this, offense land happens with I, I don't know why i'm going on like an etymology rant but the this also happens with class like um mm. villain I ain't got none of that villain obviously has a very negative connotation but it used to just mean someone it just it meant farmer it meant someone who worked oh. on a villa um Whoa. but that became like henchman just was the hench means horse it was just the guy who took care of the horses or whatever and weird for some reason it just became oh you you do the you work for people right. who are bad or you're low class so you're a villain it it just became a mm. way of making fun of people who had certain kinds of jobs it's it's a wow. language tells you a lot about culture in a, a way that is more interesting when presented by other people but you get what i'm saying 
Yes. And the fact that we none of us know this, it just became part of our language and culture. Everything's and made up. Yes, everything is made up. Speaking of, yes. uh, I don't have a segue. Uh, of the seven deadly sins, mm. which mm. which one speaks mm. out to you? Which one? In which way? <laughs> yeah. The, so Elise said, um, one stands, mm. that stands out to her is anger and sort of dealing with anger and even recognizing yeah, that she has sure it, not. which is one that I relate to. It's it's always mm. seemed like a kind of a a toxic thing that you have to put over to the side and you know don't let people know you're angry even especially if they're maybe not Ooh. good people it's it's a weird um self-censoring that i have with anger i uh, i'm looking through them i mm, got your greed i'm gonna say lust probably oh, okay. okay but let me <laughs> yeah that would be the one all right. Well, I don't have envy, pride, greed, wrath, gluttony. Maybe at a certain point, sloth. No. Um, yeah, I think lust would be the one. Uh, hmm. Okay. I I will not ask further questions. <laughs> I will not ask further questions. Well, let's see. Um, lust is a psychological force producing intense desire for something or circumstance while already having a significant amount of the desired object oh <laughs> hold on lust can take any form such as the lust for sexuality money or power hmm um maybe it's not <laughs> i don't know <laughs> this again is the sort of the the difference between the i don't have anger i don't have like a, a trouble with uh and wrath isn't that like that like um revenge or yeah like, like anger yeah i don't revenge. i can get that way if i push to that spot but i don't have i'm pretty even killed i don't think i have any of these things to an extreme on any right, of, like little perfect to, lisa is what i'm hearing little well, perfect not little because well little gluttonous little gluttony lisa over here <laughs> some never mind <laughs> um i i am proud of myself and the fact that i have <laughs> made some good changes in my life <laughs> good yeah yes and no need to further embellish embellish <laughs> Freudian um yeah so that's words that I'm saying that don't really mean anything good job yeah so why not have a podcast put a mic in front of her face and let's go Anything else? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you. <laughs> um, I think that was pretty much it for me for this episode. They did do okay. JMOs, and Elise's was uh, yeah. she drives along with whoever's driving. Like, she does, like, the gas and the brake reflexively, right. like, with her foot. And, that yeah. sounds insane. Like, I would never... I've certainly been in a car with someone that drove terribly, and I was scared for my life every single time. And I would never be putting down the brake, but I'd be pushing myself like in fear of like crashing. It wasn't like doing the pedal. It was just like pushing back because you're scared that you're going to like crash. Not that bracing yourself is a good thing in a crash, but, um, but doing like the pedals, I mean, is she doing the steering wheel too? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think she's this doing a, a full little pantomime wild. It's a little of bit a wild. steering wheel. She's not doing like a 
a Three Stooges bit or something. Or I think I'm a Charlie good driver Chaplin. and I think I'm a good passenger. I try to be a good navigator and be alert to, you know, outside things that are happening that they might not notice, but I'm not going to be intrusive with my, you know, opinions. I do have a habit of if I'm a passenger, I will check the blind spots when someone is changing yes, lanes or same. trying to make a turn or something. And but... my kids even do that now, too, because I always, always will talk out loud when I'm driving for that very reason to teach them those things so i'd always be like oh look at this per whatever it is like oh i got this person on this side or that just now they'll say it to me oh don't you know don't uh hopefully you see this person walking or whatever <laughs> like, yes but thank you you know like i don't find it it's always gonna have multiple eyes on things i'd rather be safe so yeah yeah meow meow thursday then hell yeah brother all right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I could transition from wrestler to um uh, biker because oh well you said it's the same thing, so it's very similar. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna giggle instead of do it. <laughs> uh, okay, we were her little German chocolate cakes sent in by Stephen Black on Patreon. Black one, yeah. Thank you. Um I German chocolate cake is 50% good and 50% eh. But I make German chocolate brownies and that's 100% yes. I think that, hmm, I've not had a great German chocolate cake recently, but mm. it seems like it's a little bit too much whenever I have it. I maybe a brownie would be a more the condensed brownie version. might be too much then, but... Mm. Here's the thing for me, because I don't know why they serve this at German restaurants. It's not German, but German chocolate is something. So that's what the, it's like red velvet. It's not like, um, it's just, it's a kind of, uh, no, scratch that. There's no way I could connect it. But anyway, German chocolate is just a, uh, sorry, it's not German. It's a, oh my God, it's a, a name. It's a family name. My God. The chocolate cake, to me, it does taste like a, a lighter chocolate like a red velvet cake like it's a very like kind of plain chocolate it's not rich chocolate but the frosting i love because i love pecans i love coconut i love that whole thing so i thought why not put it on something that is also delicious and rich and that's a brownie this makes sense also i'm sorry to offer another etymology update but indeed german yeah. chocolate cake is not german it is specifically named after a dude named yes. sam german from Thank texas you. Thank you. See, even better. This is the shit that we need to know. That's why whenever I go to German restaurants and people, and they have it on the menu, and I think it's just funny how our culture has just pushed that into German culture, which it is not. It's, it's, uh, yeah. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know. They oh. have the, the scarier cake, like the Black Forest cherry cake, which is delish. Hmm, I, I've never had that. I don't know. It's, mm. sounds... it's like a richer oh. chocolate cake. I think I like a whipped cream. There's cherries. It's quite good. I'm going to so, Google some pictures. Please uh, Please continue. do. And then you'll Google yourself. Am I right? Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Wendy, Robin, Danielle. Dan <laughs> Daniel and Jefferon. <laughs> um, so there was, I don't, I don't remember if it was in the dream team or if it was in our uh, group of, talk about 
Wendy and Robin being on and thinking, oh, now we're going to finally have them on together because they sound exactly the same. How are we going to differentiate? As they were talking through the first part before Allison mentioned that people say that, I was like, I, they sound exactly the same. There was even times they said the same thing at the same time yeah. where it was like perfectly exact where I'm that like, hello. <laughs> it was like exactly. Jenna and uh, Allison. Yes. Um, so throughout the episode, I loved it. Well, I feel like I know Wendy's sense of humor better or uh, over like i know her sense of humor i think it's a little different than robin's i still was like i don't know who's talking for the most of the part uh, for most of the episode but it was quite funny and good and uh, and they were great on together i don't think i knew that they were friends but i i think that makes it even better yeah it's i always kind of enjoy when people who whether it's two people who i follow on twitter or people who make podcasts or people who i've no, separately it turns out they know each other i always yeah. enjoy that um allison was talking about the street fair that there was a street fair in new york that they would shut down the streets and have this thing this whole thing where they'd sell like stuff you're excited about and you get there and it's just crap it sounds like she's describing a swap meet not a street fair but maybe that's what they called it there street fairs here yeah. they close it down and it's like specialty foods and it's got more specialty things to sell it's more geared towards like a special thing <laughs> not just you know a bunch of socks and incense but i'm not sure yeah there's a farmer's market a couple blocks from me they it's it's a mix of both there's yeah people with baked goods and food trucks and produce and all kinds of stuff but there's also some you, you could buy some purses you could buy some some glassware or some like custom handmade stuff so it's yes it's a mix of i did find some good stuff at our farmer's market actually i think i got a really cool couple of presents for um lk for no oh. but also the swap me by i remember growing up swap meets were so much fun and used to go it was kind of like a i guess it was kind of like a flea market where people would bring you know a bunch of their stuff it was like a bunch of little garage sales all packed into one and it was always where you can find like cool vintage stuff and and of course they do still have those vintage swap meets and stuff but um then swap meets started turning into socks and incense and you know you'll have your kettle corn or whatever but it was or like knockoff purses the sunglasses hut like it all just became like some sort of weird outdoor shitty mall somehow yeah and it was less about like finding cool stuff anymore but i don't know when that happened but um the Wendy and Robin fucking the judge improv was quite funny. I f found it maybe funnier than Wendy and Dave's improv. Well, it has. Or did chance. it not just not go on too long? Maybe that's. I think what that's it was. maybe part of it. Also, you know, a new broom sweeps clean. Like you haven't, uh, there's you've mm. not had the opportunity to get tired of them together as you did with <laughs> Dave. I do have to say they mentioned the judge would be wearing a glory hole robe. And now I feel like somebody's invented something similar to this. I, mean, I think that's called a fly. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know. Jack if, Offie, you fool. I, sure, but that's not a full judge robe. Uh, I don't know. What were you envisioning? Have you seen it? Have you seen a prototype? It's basically a Snuggie with a hole in it. Mm, uh, hmm. It's a glory hole robe. I don't know sure did you did you have like a i don't know is there graffiti drawn on it like what i don't know i guess oh. 
I guess you could call it. It's more of a, I don't know, an access point. I don't know if. Thank you for renaming my project. Yeah. The access point. <laughs> yeah. Happy to help. Uh, oh, uh, Robin yeah. had a joke about he leaves the robe on and he uses the gavel, which I thought was very, a very silly, funny joke. It really was very, it was very good. I, I had me laughing. I was chuckling. Um, but it did sound like the same person talking to themselves. It absolutely <laughs> did. It was, it was particularly funny when they said the same thing at the same time. Yes. I was like, this is exactly. It was funny to hear uh, people say who they didn't hear it. Like they couldn't hear that they sounded the same. It was like, are you me. sure? It's, I, I was like, really? I mean, this is like almost exact. It must be because they were actually looking at them in person, right? Maybe. I, I would love for Allison to listen back and be like, oh, <laughs> it does sound exactly the same. Or if Jeff gets a drop of them, same, whatever it is that they said at the same time, just play that. It's exactly the same. Um, they, I don't know if you want to talk about the family, which I have no like intro for that. If that was a topic you wanted oh, to talk about. Oh, well, question. So have you ever heard of this, the family wizard thing where people who, you know, are divorced or separated or have kids or whatever contact each other through like no. a third party app? I've not heard. This makes sense to me I, for custody stuff. Maybe, but I percent makes sense for me. Hmm. I could see that being something I might need. <laughs> Are you applying for the job? <laughs> I do. Um, I think they want someone impartial and also qualified. Oh, oh so, you're not impartial? <laughs> yeah. Again, also um, not qualified. I'm just some mm -hmm. guy. And they probably, I would hope they just, just don't, you know, just want some guy. Fair. I mean, that's kind of who I married. So why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the kids are probably going to be leaving soon. Should probably be quiet about that. Um okay so yes i need to hire this family witch wizard what have you um all of the above how did you feel or when okay did you ever believe in santa and how was it when you found out there was no santa or these other sorts of uh, made-up parental you know fun characters no i was never told by my family that they were real oh okay and I, I wonder if part of it just comes from like being broke and wanting the credits like no i got you these gifts for christmas like right um i'm not going to give credit to this this home invading white ghost uh the yeah it was just never a thing i remember okay. being maybe eight or nine years old and like I, it was very goofy. I just looked up at the sky a Christmas morning and said, "Thank you, Santa," as if I was like watching a, a sleigh fly mm. past. Just because that's what would happen in a movie or something. Yes. I didn't actually believe, but I was like, oh, "Let's let's test, try this on, see how this fits." Um, but yeah, no, that's I was very never. Cute. <laughs> I was never particularly a believer in Santa or a. The Burbank Witch or any of these other uh, figures. I could get on board with the Burbank Witch. Um, I know for I, a fact there definitely are Burbank Wiccans. Oh, There's various Burbank yeah. Witches of a more normal type. So Yeah, I think the amount of witches in the L.A. Uh, county area is probably a little more dense than <laughs> other places. Yeah, it's a very uh, pro-witch environment, I think. Yes. The original name of the movie The Craft was the Burbank Witch, I believe. 
that's not true. That's not true. Ooh. Lisa, were you going to say? Oh, sorry. You're, yes. uh, what were you going to say? Santa kids? Yeah, so I sort of, when I was like five, uh, my grandpa's the best. Um, so he would go up on the roof and like talk down the chimney every year to all of us. So my, my mom's family was really big. She had nine brothers, well, 10, yeah, nine brothers and sisters. And so there was, you know, a lot of grandkids, cousins, just, it was always a big giant party. And, um, oh, hold on. Thank you. Perfect. Love ya. Did you, you got all the stuff? Okay. Um, so he would go up on the roof and sort of talk down the chimney and like, we would all tell him what we wanted for Christmas or whatever. And I think there were, I don't remember, I think it was five. I think I realized one year that I was like, how come my grandpa's not here? But I, I mean, at the same time that like, then all of a sudden he was back again. So then I just kind of started, you know, piecing it together. But I never had this like, oh, my parents were lying to me. I was just sort kind of like what they were talking about on Thursday show. They're like, our parents want this. It's for them. <laughs> I'll let them believe in this magic or whatever. But also it was, it was fun i i liked watching movies that had make-believe things in it i didn't have to have everything be truthful and you know in a way that couldn't be fun i mean it was just sort of a magical time of year and i was happy to be a part of it and i didn't tell my brother or sister i just thought it was like you know just keep it keep it alive i remember i think i even looked at my mom once and i was like that's okay i know <laughs> and she just kind of played dumb and i'm like it's fine but i I, uh, but I still, I don't know, it's like I still kind of believed it, even though I didn't. And with my kids, I never sat them down, but I think they believed for a lot longer than like most kids. Oh. But I made things fucking magical up in this house, I'm telling you. <laughs> and like everything was magic. I wanted everything to be fun. Like I, you, they only have one childhood. So I wanted everything to be, you know, even still to this day, I try to make things magical as much as I can and bring, you know, as much joy as I could, can. So they, I think just eventually I just kind of phased out, you know, lying and, and like having to like wrap presents while they were asleep. It's like, okay, you guys, I got to go wrap presents. So you guys got <laughs> just stay out of my room <laughs> yeah. or like the elves just did not show up the next year. Cause I was like, I can't do, I can't do an added goddamn thing. Like, why would I do that to myself? I don't know. It was fun the first year, maybe the second year too, but then coming up with new stuff, it was like, no. Yeah, the 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 romance around Christmas and stuff being magical was just not a thing in my household. Mm, like, I think it was yeah. probably like ten or eleven years old before I started asking for just money. Uh, yeah. So, which not a bad gift as gifts go, and there were other yeah. small gifts or whatever on the side in addition to things. But it it was uh it was not a I don't know. It was nice in its own way. It wasn't a you know. Uh, magical is not the uh, you know what actually right. it kind of was magical on its own just based on Christmas lights and being that time yeah, of year and waking up early in the morning so I mm -hmm. guess it still kind of was it's, it's just a, a very a different, different kind of thing yep I think also I knew so growing up my parents were together and I had this like idyllic childhood but once my parents got divorced I knew how much my mom struggled and so it was like even more magical to me the things that she pulled off because there was even one year that she's like we're not gonna have Christmas this year and we're like that's fine we'll do whatever we need to do we can, we're still gonna be together like there was no she's just like I just can't do it this year it's too much and then somehow she did I don't know if a boyfriend paid for a bunch of stuff I don't know how she made it happen I'm it it happened and it was like 
She made magic happen every I mean, she brought it. No matter what was going on, except for the year that she was in the hospital having her brain tumor removed. Like, that was a very weird Christmas. But um, that was the only one. Every other year, she always made these magical. And so I've always, every holiday, just big or small. Christmas, I'd go a little bit bigger, obviously. But every little holiday, I do something special. So, you know, that the kids... I don't know, just like I like creating magic and happiness for people. It's I, I'm sure that's because of my mom. So uh yeah. yeah. I, I you know, yeah. We all see it when we come over for the BFS ah, okay. and stuff. You do little small nice things in addition to Aww. all the work that goes into getting the house ready and all that kind of stuff. You go out of your way to do these little extra things and it's Aww. it's appreciated. Well, that's nice to hear. I I'm hoping not hoping. I know this next Christmas is going to be so much better than last Christmas, which I hated every day of the holiday season last year. Um, but I still try to bring magic and just ah, it, it, I don't know how I did it, honestly, but thanks probably to my mom and like growing up in that way where you just like, you just do it. You do you, you find ways of doing things to make it look like everything's and obviously there's also I could just be like, hey kids, I don't have enough money for this. So we're gonna have like it's gonna be different this year. But the problem is is like there were so many, so many differences already in their lives. I wanted to keep things normal as possible in that way, where it's just like we're we made our own traditions. We did start some new things, which is super fun, and they had fun doing that. Like Hey, let's come up with our new a new uh, tradition for this or for that. And they had a lot of fun with that. They didn't feel like, no, we have to keep it the way it was, which they really do like tradition in general. So changing it was something, but like they had fun with that. And so I had to, you know, pick and choose what that would be. But yeah, we had we had we still did have fun. I was just I was hating it because I it was just so much stress. It was just so much, and I was just so scared all the time of so many things and my future and like what. But all the things that I've worked so hard from then till now is like so it's so much like has paid off all of my hard work. And I feel like this holiday season is going to be so much better. And it doesn't even mean that they're going to get like a million more presents or like I'm going to spend more money. It's just going to feel more comfortable. Yeah. Being feeling like you're at ease and you can relax yeah. is going to be a it's That'll a very cute. positive thing to contribute, even if everything else were the same, you know? Yeah. And one thing, like what you were saying, like, I don't know when it was that the kids stopped asking for specific things. They just didn't really know. Or sometimes, like, my son loves things that are vintage. So he has, like, very specific, really specific, where it's just, like, money is an easier way. But I do, I've come up with creative ways to give them money every single year. And it's usually, like, just buy a bunch of, of their favorite, like, snacks or drinks or um, maybe something, like, some makeup or something for ruby or like whatever like little thing that johnny like i'll know some vintage thing he's pointed out at an antique store and i'll go back and get it and then i'll like tape money to everything so it in that way it's been kind of fun because they know they're gonna get money but also they get all these like fun little like favorite things that they get to keep that's yeah that's cute that's yeah it's still even if it's money which can seem kind of in, impartial and cold, I right. think, to some people. It's still part of a celebration. It's still part of gift yeah. giving. And yeah, it makes sense. And the fact that I have money to give them is like something. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. So I am looking forward to this season. I'm excited to 
as soon as it's not hot, I'm going to start getting the Halloween stuff out. It's I, It does feel a little early in the month anyway. It's a long month to have like skulls and crap all over your house. Um, even though I love Halloween decorations, I love all of it, but it, it does become a lot. But also when it's hot, it just feels like not Halloween-y, even though I should have yeah. get used to that by now because I live in California where it's always kind of hot this time. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm excited to get started on that because that's the beginning of all of the holiday seasons and the weather getting better and pulling out all new different clothes to wear and yeah so it'll be fun speaking of that, i still don't have a dress for the or an outfit for, for the christmas party so still don't know if it's just going to be the coat and me <laughs> it'll be a surprise oh, heels and lipstick I mean, you don't have to wear the heels, but it's a... Uh, well, you know I want to. I if uh, Yes, sure. Um, <laughs> Lisa, I'm sure you will look great. You always do. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's funny because I've been, like, really working hard to... It's so dumb. Like, I really want to work hard to lose, like, eight pounds by then. And it's like, how about... Who cares? Like, how about... I am fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listen no no you certainly will not be hanging around a group of people who are like oh my god lisa didn't lose an extra eight pounds this year gross ew oh my god i could tell she's like god she's carrying at least eight extra pounds grody (laughs) to the max and not since the last time i've seen her but relative to eight pounds she could have lost hypothetically the exact same weight as i was last week sorry (laughs) oh god um so i think it was wendy yes wendy posed this question actually it was to everybody actually it was Al- everybody they're like does who has extra time in the morning now it, this is all relative because then they start saying like sitcoms where people showed up in the morning i'm like yeah there's so many times i'll be watching i'm like wait are they coming before work like what who has this time to like sit and hang out with friends before so in that respect that's extreme but I always watched cartoons before school. I remember watching Felix the Cat and I, I remember watching like Pink Panther and like He-Man. Like I watched all of these. I remember watching cartoons before um, school like that. That was something for me. And even now I have like an hour and a half in the morning. I get up fucking early so that I can have extra time to do like my affirmations, have my coffee to not be rushed. Like it's a whole like ritual that I do now. And to have extra time in the morning, you have to make extra time. That's just what you do. I don't understand this weird concept. Yeah, I, I understand I don't have little kids anymore, but I still have a fucking busy life. I don't have to get up at five in the morning, but I do. I think this is more about being a morning person versus not a morning person. Yes. Whereas I, for example, feel like I want to die every morning and don't <laughs> want to move. I feel... I start every day being hungover, whether or not I've had anything to drink. And then over mm. the course of about an hour, I become like a normal person. Ah. That's just how I wake up. Yes. And I think if you do so wake up Joey like that, it's So if Joey popped in yeah. for like a chat, you'd be like, fuck off. You need to leave or <laughs> bring food, maybe. We need Greg Heller's drop. I'm not in the mood to talk right now. Yeah, right yeah. I'm not interested in having this conversation right now. <laughs> I, that is very much how I feel when I wake up first thing, whereas I, I, I don't wake up ready to deal with the day or mm. other human beings or anything else. It t- it's like a, a, a car that has to warm up for like 20 minutes first. So I could see that I am kind of both. I am definitely a morning person. I wake up and then I kind of have the energy to like start going, but 
I, in general, I'm awake. I'm by myself. So I don't have to deal with someone talking to me. I do remember waking up and my husband trying to have conversations with me where I was like, I don't, this is too much thought process right yeah, now. Like I just absolutely. need to like roll into the day a little bit. I like to be up in my head uh, and just going through like different things, like where to get the day started, what I, the, the next things that I need to be starting to accomplish. Like I am sort of just like ruminating on my day more than like let's chat like i don't yeah i guess so i do I, it's kind of in the middle of both of those things yeah very very um like blackout curtains drawn in the morning for me just not <laughs> not ready to deal with it yet you're gonna have to give me a minute i'm like um i think it's debbie reynolds in singing in the rain i'm like good morning good morning like opening the curtains <laughs> oh, if someone opened the curtains when I was tired I in the morning, I do that for every <laughs> oh day God. with the kids, and I'd be singing that song. And this is no lie. <laughs> I would burrow into the mattress like some yes. sort of evil. <laughs> I told this story to my TNC friends like a million years ago. You and I talked about flop houses before we recorded, and this would be something like a topic. So they would come up, and they're like, they just like laughing. They're like just picturing me like going through the house like Mary Poppins, like opening the windows and like singing the song. So now it's just become like sort of an inside joke whenever we're all together. We just Guten Morgen, or we'll just say like Guten. <laughs> it's at my expense, but I'll take it. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, bu -bu -bu -bu. I, I don't know. See. So first of all, yes. uh, apropos of nothing, Robin made mm. a cartelligent joke. I think it was Daniel was joking about cartels and they were talking about an app. Robin and Rob, I didn't know so apparently cartelligent is like you know an app for buying used cars or whatever but just oh. in the context of talking about cartels robin blurted out cartelligent and i <laughs> thought that was amazing i love that joke um that's pretty is that when they were talking about the dark web uh around that time yeah okay so and tor i'm like i didn't know there were, yeah. i've never the only tor i know is tor ekman he's all holistic i have no idea anything about any of this much like some of the other people, I'm like, I don't even know how to get to the dark web. I don't even know what that means. Like that makes it like much like Burning Man, where I'm like, I have no idea what any of that means. And I just feel like it's something I'll never want to be a part of. Um, now I have a little bit more understanding, but I still feel very confused about it. I don't know what any of it means. Yeah, it's probably better. I I have no interest. In, like yeah. the only I would only be interested if I wanted to buy drugs, which mm. I don't. But you so can I, do that yeah. on the light web, I believe. It's true, but it if I you mean, want to buy like DMT or what, like if depending on you're what you're talking illegal buy, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I I mean, I guess I do buy illegal stuff. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> I yeah, I heard mushrooms will be legalized soon, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Anyway, but yeah, the, it's. I mean, one can hope. Uh, have you ever had a job? Like at a mall where like you go into the, the hallway and there's a bunch of stuff behind the storefronts where all the back exits are. Okay, I know, but the Orange Mall has like the hallway to go to the restroom and you go through like all the back doors for all those places are back there. So I've seen it. Yeah. I've not worked there. That is what Tor is. There's a bunch of stuff okay. that you cannot get to from the regular internet because they don't have regular mm -hmm. addresses. Um, mm. But they still are online. There's just no door to them on the regular internet mm. for for better for lack of a a better analogy. And so there are these services where you can find the stuff that's online but does not have a website. 
per se. I see. It's just all you boys just trying to get into that back door. Jesus H. Well, speaking of which, like the, yeah. I just think of like illegal porn. If you say the dark web, I'm like, oh, someone who got kidnapped and had their like mm. assault video yeah. put online. Like I, I don't just... even think I know what comes to mind when I hear dark web. I think I'm just like, it's just an empty black hole of nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's either <laughs> My like. Thoughts videos of someone getting their head cut off or Ooh, underage yeah. child pornography that's, like that's yeah. it yeah yeah and i realize it's, there's other stuff on there for sure but it's just that's that's what immediately comes to mind and why i have no interest in it the crazy thing is is that the amount that is on the regular web there's some pretty bad stuff out there yeah. so there's an even worse web. i don't know well all that stuff has to go somewhere once it gets kicked off uh, of the regular yeah. okay so it's like the after party if, if not one you want to go to although it would be funny no. if the dark web was great <laughs> like it was just like perfectly nice happy people doing good uh, stuff but they had this like, cover story about oh yeah it's all prime. she opens that door and yeah. it's like no oh, don't don't come here it's terrible it's like here. the greenland iceland thing yeah. oh it's so much crime and drugs it's terrible and there yeah. you never want to go it's quite dark you open, it's just it's rainbows just, and yeah. munchkins it's good twitter <laughs> oh, my writing looks like it's this dork web and like you know what that's where i'd be <laughs> that's a pretty good album and name. not the etymology of dork either <laughs> mm -hmm. let's not go down that road i mean i think that's the regular I probably web. would be there yeah that's true <laughs> i've been there um yeah too much probably so anyhow uh anything else from thursday before we talk about the JMOs from this episode? Yeah, Wendy talked about watching, she's on Facebook Reels a lot, apparently, and yes. watches videos of Christian moms getting ready for their day. and Which I had never heard of Trad. Oh. That sounds like the next, like, most popular kid's name of oh, next year. Yeah, trad Wife is short for traditional wife yeah. stuff. It is, it's a whole, uh, speaking of the dark web, there's mm. a uh, certain... It's like two steps removed from like alt-right Nazi stuff. It's very, you know, traditional, traditional values. And, you know, yes. men should be men and women should be women and women should stay in the kitchen and, you know, right. shut up. Which uh, I subscribed to the most of that because I do believe in a traditional, I do believe in a lot of that traditional shit, but I believe in a choice to do it. I believed in it for myself. I don't believe it should be for everybody. But like, I do think that there are roles, not necessarily woman or man, but I do think a division of labor is smart and not just two people doing the same job, but like, you know, everybody covering all the bases. Yeah, <laughs> um, the trad wife stuff is very much based on appearances and yes. dressing a certain way and trying to look like you're from the fifties, but also maybe mm, you have. That a, sounds about so it, here's the other it is thing they were aimed at people like you to brainwash you so <laughs> please be yes careful. and it, dude i i what was that show that i just watched uh god damn it now i'm gonna have to look it up it's a really good show and it's about like kind of like programming women um it's mod uh, and surely uh, the new show Baywatch. i'm just trying to remember who was in it um it's like something my my darling or something. I forgot what it's oh, called. Oh, don't worry, darling. The movie. don't worry, darling. Is that what it's called? It's a movie, not a show. Oh, yeah, yeah it's a movie. Sorry. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes, that is very yes. uh, trad wife aesthetic. 
Yes. Okay. So that, and of course, the whole time I was like, oh my God, I want to move here. I love all of this. Everything is perfect. But then it's like, of course, there's the, yeah, you're programmed and you're, blah. I'm like, I really subscribed to all this except for the mind control. <laughs> but, um, but I would want to do this. I like taking care of a family and I like doing all those things. Those are like, that's important to me and I'm good at it. But, um, but not the forcing of it and like expe expectation of like, that's what you should be doing. And you, all of that, obviously not. Oh, they're talking about watching the videos and how aesthetically pleasing it is. And the fact that she likes watching this whenever I see videos, any kinds of videos, like back in the day when people did like their, like their vlogs and stuff. And like, there were different, there's this one lady that was like a, kind of a friend of a friend and she had like a bunch of followers and she always posted these videos of all these perfect things i was like i want to see the video of the behind the scenes of how you got to this point because i guarantee you it's not as rosy as you're making all of this i would love to of see like not, yeah. the reality video of all of these things and for someone to have like the bravery to be like hey, here's the video i'm putting out but here's what really happened i would love to see that yeah i i have seen stuff similar to that on tiktok it's not a thing that's on my feed very often but i've seen like you know this is what it's really like trying to get three kids out of the house when mm. you're sick and you know that kind of stuff yeah but the, the the doing it for the sort of aesthetic reasons the dressing a certain way and having your makeup mm. done before yeah. you even get up in the morning kind of it's designed for social media it's very what's what's yes. the word um it is it is What's the word when people do things so people see them? Uh, uh, are you turning into me? Are you okay? <laughs> to show them performative, um, performative. Mm, it is mm, actually, yes. it is as if it's almost like filming a skit almost, but representing it as reality. It's people, right. and this is not everyone, but there are people who very much want to make it seem like they have the perfect life, the perfect family, the perfect home, True. whatever, and that's But what the people watching like. it, do you think they're buying into that? Is that, and they're thinking less of themselves because they don't yes. have this <laughs> and they want to attain this. Some of them This are. unattainable thing, and so what is the point of the person doing it to pretend like they have this magical life that you can't attain kind or of. there's all to rub it in your face that like i can do this so that means you can do that oh there's some of that it depends on what videos you watch there's definitely yeah. like um organization videos that people get into like mm. someone who has a spice rack with a million different things on it that is you know perfectly there's like a special counter built into their counter that rises up and rotates and there's a mm. disco ball on it or whatever. Just like mm. elaborate things that most people don't have in their home. Special freezer just for ice cubes that are different shapes or what. Right. This one's a star and this one is, you know, actually a, a, a Buddhist symbol meaning peace or something. Like it is not for... I shouldn't say Buddhist. That's not really a language, but uh, uh, Hindi. I don't know. Anyway, mm. Sanskrit. I don't know. Doctor Jen, chime a little bit in. of both. Um, the the important part is uh, nothing I've said is important. Um, but other that than that, is there, there is a. I don't know. It's showing off. It's look at this cool thing I have, kind of. Yeah. But it's a little bit show and tell, but also like. But also maybe making they're it seem like it normal. Too? Like this is just a normal thing that you know, obviously. Everyone has uh, a robot that wakes up their dog and feeds them treats mm. and then plays catch with them or whatever. I do think these 
people portraying themselves as these people think that they really are that too. I think they're like, this is really what goes on in my life and this is how I envision it and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely, there's, oh, I'm going to stop talking about TikToks. I've seen yeah, in a moment. But I know. And I, th- well, yeah. There's this one where <laughs> this guy, there are these, these people get into weird food stuff, but this guy, I forget what the point was, but he had a bunch of waffles on a plate and then he had a gallon of basically maple syrup that he poured over it and it obviously went over the plate and was all over the counter and the floor. Mm. And then some other guy chimes in, like the video cuts out, and some other guy who's responding to that TikTok is like, well, how do you feel about this? Like the the second after you recorded this and all, you have to clean up all of this thick syrup off of the counter and the floor. What? you're doing this for what reason like why ever you'll be cleaning that syrup too by the way it's not yeah (laughs) to what end this what are you looking for (laughs) like it's it's like a uh there's a lot of meta commentary on those kinds of things that people do kind of for attention i guess on social media i can appreciate uh the commentary on it i think yeah i uh, i can get sucked right down into that whole tiktok shit and i think that's why i had to stop because i was like i don't it's too good and it knew me too well and i was like all of a sudden three hours later i'm still like laying in bed at three in the morning I'm like wait yeah i can't do this it's, I just it's a time vacuum it is but i do feel like i learned a lot <laughs> there's some very good stuff on there but also I, it's a time vacuum it is and I, I if i could maybe put a time limit or something i could probably get back into it but like i also, I don't know. I don't even know if I have time for it, even like in little amounts. I honestly just am way too busy now to deal with anything extra. So that would be extra. And that's it. Yeah. This is already extra. This is it. It's true. This is my extra time. It's doing this. <laughs> Lisa, I'm happy yes. you're spending your extra time recording this podcast with me. That's very nice. Yeah. It's important and fun for me. It's so. fun. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it's important. I, say, it's not, but... I, I don't know why I said important. I think I meant important for myself, not important uh, for people to listen. Yeah. This is, <laughs> if you only listen to one news outlet, make sure it's yes, this podcast. Make sure it's this one. Approximately every know. week, maybe. Approximately. Sometimes twice if we skip. Sometimes zero. <laughs> Sometimes negative. Uh, anything else from Thursday before we talk about the one, JMO? I think that's it for me. Okay, Wendy does not like metal straws because she's afraid she's going to chomp it. I almost solely use metal straws. I don't have a fear of them, but maybe I should because I am, uh, what's it called, a klutz. And I, a lot of times in my, because I I have a lot of uh, metal cups, metal, uh, like Stanley just cups. And that's what I use every single day for my iced coffee or for iced water or whatever. And the way I said iced water was very weird. But anyway, I always have metal straws too because it does add to that extra like coolness. Like I would never put it in a hot beverage like Jeff. Like, are you a robot? What happened? But uh, I do worry that because I do walk and drink sometimes that I'm going to like chip my tooth, but not enough for me to stop doing it. Yeah, I don't have any things with metal straws. It. I feel, I don't know. I, I think I would have to, I'd have to buy like one of those bristle things to clean them. And that's, mm. I'm already out. 
I'm already I out. thought I would too. In fact, I think I have one. I put them straight into the dishwasher and hope for the best. That's Here's the more other like thing. what I would do, yeah. Here's the other thing. I don't, I do have a, it's an unwritten rule. I'm not going to be drinking anything out of it that's like a smoothie or something that's going to get like chunks in it. It's purely for water, kombucha, coffee. It's like. Yeah, isn't there also like a metallic taste though? No. Okay. I was worried about that too, and it it doesn't. It doesn't have a metallic taste. Maybe it's that um, that feel of metal on your lips. You might it might be a little weird at first, but like now mm. I I don't. It just feels like a nice, cool thing to suck on. <laughs> sure, classic cool thing to suck on. Yeah, I, I yeah, I. This is a complete sidebar. Uh, mm. The just thinking of uh, foreign objects to put in your mouth. The mm. so one of the things I bought recently, in addition to my shower head, uh, which I, I I will review at a later date. But I bought yes. a uh, a water flosser, like a water pick type thing, because I oh. never floss. Mm. Not never, but it's it's a it's a struggle. I just don't ever want to do it. But it's it's right next to my electric toothbrush. It's an electric flosser. It's pretty nice. It's a oh. positive marks. It's just kind of quick like and easy, that. and uh, yeah. I like quick and easy. A lot the other of thing, taste of blood in my mouth the first the well, first day. Well, there you go. But that's after just that, saying that you needed to do that. Yeah, and now you, you get do. used to it, and then after a week or so, it seems pretty solid. I always wanted to try one of those, but I feel like it's just because it's usually a bigger piece of equipment. Like maybe I don't want extra stuff. It does take but, up a little bit of counter space. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an electric flosser that I've been using for a very long time. Uh, it's. I think I mentioned it on here. I think it was called like a hummingbird or something. It's like a hummingbird flosser. It's made by water pick, but it's not a water pick. And it's helped me to floss every single day because it's, you know, not putting string in you. The whole thing, the whole process, I don't like it. It's not ideal. It, it doesn't feel like it's doing an efficient job. It usually is just cumbersome and painful on your fingers and your just everything about it just feels awkward. Yeah, I I need like a a half size string floss. Like the yeah. the thin and one not isn't my two getting hands enough in my mouth friction. Either. Yeah, and then the thin one is a little too thin, but yeah. the the thick one is like you have to like clunk it between your teeth, and it's right. a, it's not. Also, yeah, like so I bought. The, oh, welcome to floss chat. The so what I was using before was the welcome. ones that are like um, it's like toothbrush length, but there's a little floss thing on the end. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and those worked pretty well, but yeah. also again, it's just I don't. It's it's less comfortable than just you know. So this yeah. is something similar to that. It just has like a, a pointy tip, but it vibrates in between your teeth. Ah, I see. And so it just feels like it's doing a better job, um, but maybe it's you know the kind of teeth I have, which are terrible. <laughs> I have not um, noticed. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, so that's there's that. Um, so that concludes floss chat. Floss chat. <laughs> floss chat. What's that? Uh, so should we conclude the show as well? I have some more uh, flossing Ooh. dental okay. notes, but I, I, you know what? Leave something Say to the imagination. Then. Bring it. Oh. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I have a no. I think we are good on this episode. Okay, then let's talk quickly before we wrap it up about our Christmas dinner, December 2nd at Tam O'Shanter. I made the reservation. 
uh, people are coming far and wide to join us. And um, I'm not 100% sure that the person I'm talking to right now is going to be there. But uh, if that sweetens the deal for anybody else, then join us, won't you? That I won't be there? It sweetens the deal? <laughs> I agree, frankly. I've, you know, we've all... Ooh, okay, sorry. Ooh. One more thing. I'm, yes. So, Wendy and... Uh, and uh, Robin have the same voice as we uh, talked about earlier. And Wendy was sort of, both of them actually were ragging on their voice about how they sound too nasal and they don't want to listen to themselves. Lisa, as someone mm. who's done many episodes of this podcast and who listens yes. to themselves all the time Oof, as part of the uh -huh. editing process, how do you feel about your own voice? I don't love it. Um, there's a lot of times, it uh, it was very hard to get used to listening back because I had to edit for so you know, for so many years I've been editing and just listening back is like, oof, I sound like this or that. And I have changed the way I say certain things because of it and hearing it back. But there are some things that I'll listen back. I'm like, seriously, I still say it that way. <laughs> but not only the pronunciation of things, but not enunciating enough. And, uh, but also just the tone. Obviously, I don't like to hear that either. It's just a very weird thing to hear your voice in person every single day and have it sound so different on a recording is just kind of jarring. Yeah. It's, it's, it takes, it's an adjustment and you, it is, I will point out you are noticing small things about the way you talk that other people mm. would not necessarily notice at all. So that's just part of it. I am hoping so. And I would imagine that they would have dropped off a long time ago if that were true. You know, well, if hearing your voice was a deal breaker, yes, I believe that they probably wouldn't have made it this far into the podcast in general or this episode. Can you imagine so. if they just hate listened for eight years. They're like, this chick's fucking voice, her fucking cackle. Oh, they would have let you pronounce. know. You would have been getting, oh, there'd yes, be a whole Reddit board for you. Oh, there might be, but I would not know. R slash Lisa's voice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> how do you feel about hearing your own voice? Uh, not the biggest fan not the biggest fan. I, similar to you, I do have these things. I say like a lot. Uh, mm. Just because I'm speaking extemporaneously, I'm still not used to, I don't have a post thing. Like I, I just, I'm not in the practice of right. speaking as though I'm being recorded, which I am. And sometimes I am doing the recording, but yes. I just speak how I would normally speak as if I were talking to someone. And especially in the edit process later on, you'd notice a lot of things that you do, a lot of ums and ahs and that yes. kind of thing, which have to be, you have to address those kind of deliberately in a way that is maybe unnatural. So it's always uh, yes. uncomfortable also, to hear yourself say something. I thing, don't something. say um as much in a real conversation. I yeah, say that's it a lot true. during recording because we're doing different topics and there's a lot of times I am trying to remember something they said or make a transition to something else. And so um is sort of a placeholder of like, uh, just a thought. And so a lot of times I will delete that because that's not part of the role, you know, like the, the natural progression of me talking. That's not how I would normally talk. So I do try and cut that out. The likes, I do have a little too many of those and I will try and cut those out because there are sometimes and around certain people not you, but around certain people, my likes, I, and I've mentioned this on the show before, they're like snowball. It's like a snowball effect. As soon as I start realizing it, I'm saying it, they come out like more and more and I can't stop. Uh, and I find it's especially around people that I am maybe nervous around 
or worried that I'm going to make a bad impression or just a lot of things that I'm up in my head about, that's when I start making more mistakes. And uh, I know for sure that I had that issue in my marriage that I made more mistakes because I was so like scared of making mistakes that I would do it. (laughs) Well, that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Let's bring it down. Yeah. Bring it down now. (laughs) Speaking of things that suck, uh, you can Mm. find me in the best friends fan cast Facebook group. (laughs) That does not suck. Like um, (laughs) at all. Okay, well, you can find me there too at some point, sometimes, and uh, join us on the show at some. I will put out maybe, maybe. It's fun to say I'll do it every week and just do like a one week. Not doing this like we used to, but maybe once a month I'll reach out and see if other people want to be on the show because of time and everything else to to try and get other people and it's sometimes hard to do but i would like to make more of an effort because i do like catching up with all the other bffs and give them a chance to say all the shit that they want to say too yeah talk about floss obviously ad nauseum important topics like this yeah and etymology of the word hussy and so on but yeah i that is enlightening let's be real sure i'll take it Uh, again heard that on tiktok um i did look it up to make sure it was true but the the Yeah, I the B team. I I love doing episodes with obviously yes. your uh, the banner episode, the Lady Doctor Time episode from a couple weeks ago. This yes. is good to get more of the BFFers involved. Yes, I I agree. I like mixing it up and and having. I do like having a break one one, one week out. Of, you know, and like having you cover and listening to you guys without me on is fun. And then doing like the group thing is always a fun thing. So we still mix it up. But anyway, I will text you about a date that I probably won't be able to work. <laughs> sure. This I get paid job. vacations, remember. Um, anyway. All right. Uh, oh, let's end this on a positive note. Shall oh, hell we? yeah. For okay. once, get it together. Yeah. Hell All yeah, right. brother. It's hell yeah, brother. We're talking about. <laughs> Fucking affirm, affirmate me, bitch. <laughs> I, I feel like I that was a biker. <laughs> it was, Finally. but also not one with like a great understanding of grammar. But <laughs> no. I mean, do I, I? I hate to judge. I just assume they don't really have any. But okay, positive. Let's do a positive. All right. Repeat after me. I am in charge of how I feel, and today I am choosing happiness i so (laughs) at the end of that i did my hand gesture like i was showing off a brand new car oh nice okay (laughs) bffs you truly are the fucking best thank you and good night have a gusta thank you i was like oh my god is he gonna leave me hanging on a gusta (laughs) 